All right, another, today we're gonna talk about, um, this is called From Zero to 300 a Day in 10 Days on Facebook using a product launch formula. This is part of, kind of the backstory is, is I'm trying to, there's a lot of people in my business that take and they sell solar. And so the big question I had in the back of my mind is how do you, how do you create stone soup inside a market that's so to speak like a red ocean and how do you start taking and carving it out creating a blue ocean and so what I did is I did this product launch using a Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Walker strategy but I take and I laced in what I called stone soup and if you're you're familiar with the stone soup story or stone soup story <laughs> um, what it was is is these guys came to town and they were trying to they were like military guys, and they're like, hey, does anybody got any food? And nobody in the town had food. And they said, well, you know what? We're going to take and make stone soup. And the whole community's like, stone soup? Never heard of that. And so what they did is they started making soup using stones. So they were boiling water with rocks in it. And then they said, you know, it tastes better if I had potatoes and this and that and all kinds of stuff. And before long, people actually brought the ingredients forth to be able to make stone soup. And so I was working on that how to take and to create this. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to go through the details. We did the Santa Quinn Community Solar Project. This was a community solar project to be able to help people in the city of Santa Quinn to be able to get solar. And as I did this project, I noticed that I actually had people tuning in from all across the entire United States. I had them in Utah. I had them I think I had them in France, I had them in Germany, I had them in India, I had them in Pakistan, I had them in, like somehow the message that I was working on actually managed to magnify itself and to get into multiple states across the United States and countries. And so it was a very interesting launch. So there was some things that worked really well and there's some things that didn't work quite as well. And so what I'm doing is I'm getting ready to do another launch. Um, this one is going to be uh, the Payson Community Solar Project. And we're going to use from that lessons learned. And I'll break down for you like the things that we did that worked, things that we did it, we did that didn't work, so that you can start saying, all right, now I want to do my product launch. What are things that I need to do? Okay, so very first thing that we did, some things that, that worked. So to take and to promote this event, I started creating Facebook ads. Um, ads that talked about the event. What I noticed is, is on the ads, when I picked things that were, um, if you go and look up a guy by the name of Prince EA, so Prince EA, go to his Instagram profile and look at how he creates um, video content. And I noticed that when I had a header going across it and a footer, and then I had a video on the inside that was both entertainment and education, I call it, you can refer to it as edutainment, that creating edutainment and making it interesting and funny actually caused people to participate. When I got into providing um, a great deal of content, so to speak, so that it entered what you could call a world of boring, I noticed that the engagement, involvement, and interaction with it was quite a bit less. Now, I'm not saying that it's not good to use that because the, the right answer very well be, it could be. I noticed that my cost per click and my engagement was way more um, elevated when I used things that was edutainment in nature. So that worked. Um, I used Google keywords doing uh, ads and stuff on it. Now I can't say that that extremely worked, 
but there was a lot, my cost per click as people took and clicked on my ads and came to my page was actually pretty low. And things I was looking at is actually buying clicks for Santa Quinn Community Solar Project. Things of that nature where if people became aware of it and they wanted to do a Google search, I tried to make it so that it was actually find or findable. So the, another thing that worked, and this is part of what I'm showing you is you've, you've got the event. Now you've got to figure out how do I get traffic to the event? So if you don't have a big uh, email list, I've got a decent email list, but the thing with my clients is my clients already bought. So when you get solar from me, you're not going to need solar for about 50 years. So it's, it's kind of a one and done unless you move to a new house and then you want me to take and put solar on the next house. So that's kind of where we were looking at. And so in my mind, borrowing from Jeff Walker, this is almost a little bit like a seed launch, meaning I've got to figure out how to get new people to come into the pipeline because, well, obviously, I just explained it. Okay, so that's what we did, okay? That, that was actually helpful. The other thing is, is we started writing blog posts and putting these blog posts inside, uh, like inside my, on my Facebook page so that people could see it on AskSolarMike.com. Probably should have introduced myself. This is Mike Morris. Um, what I'm sharing with you is my Rags to Riches transformation journey. And I'm showing you the steps I'm going through and how it's taking and working to cause transactions to, play, to take place so that you can see what I'm doing and you can actually borrow from it. What the difference is, is when I'm doing this, I'm actually doing it inside a business so that you can see how it actually really did work instead of what I, what I perceive is people who do shenanigans and charades like they pretend like they know how to do a thing. Let me give you an example. A lot of people are coming out and they're trying to say, I know how to market. And so then they will actually become a coach coaching people. But if you backed up, let me ask you a question. If you wanted to be a world-class pianist, okay, let's just say I wanted to teach piano lessons. What if I just say, hey, I am now an expert at teaching piano and you came over to my house and I started playing the keys and then you discovered quickly, I don't have a clue how to play the piano, right? And then you're like, but I'll teach you how. Um, what I need you to do is pay me a whole bunch of money to do it. And it's like ludicrous because you would never do it. The thing is, is I've noticed in this space is there's a lot of people who know just a little bit. They know three chords on, the, uh, on a piano. Then they go out and start teaching people how to play those three chords and they charge a lot of money for it. But it, it's, it's kind of a charade because you went to hire a Jedi master to teach you how to do it. And what you found out is the Jedi Master you thought you hired actually didn't even know how to swing a sword. So I'm going through and I'm showing you exactly what I'm doing, how I'm doing it so that you can understand it and then you can, you can learn from what I'm doing right and what I'm doing wrong. So, okay, so here we go. We're gonna continue going. I did, on, we, I had my staff work with me and they started writing blog posts. And I noticed that some of these blog posts actually did pretty good. Some of them didn't do quite as good. Um, I, the reason I did, like, one, one big question in the marketplace that people are very interested in is the concept of batteries. Now, batteries are relatively expensive, but if you got, like I say, a $150 bill, um, you could put batteries on your house and your, your, your utility bill won't go up, it won't go down, solar will break even, but you now have a battery on your house so that you're prepared for the end game. So one of the things I did is, is I started... I had my staff start writing blogs about not solar, 
about the end game product, which is my solar system and configurations. And I noticed when I actually started calling my product something with a proprietary name, a cool name, that people became more interested in it, so I'm no longer talking solar like I'm sitting inside some crazy red ocean. So that was the thing that changed. I did, so after I got, after I started putting content out there, I started publishing stuff on my Facebook page, I went into communities. What I was looking for, like if you know these Facebook groups, there's different Facebook groups and stuff, I was looking for like yard sales and things like that where there's these communities that already exist that already have traffic in it. And I went in there and we started putting posts in there talking about the event. That helped cause people to become aware of what we were doing so that it actually ended up starting pushing or traffic on the website. So I can't say that, that was extremely effective, but it was an element that we used to cause traffic to come to the website. The one thing that on my website that did not work very good, we like I've just gone through traffic strategies, methodologies of getting people there. The, the website itself, it was modeled after uh, another website that I believe actually did well. Uh, it, it was kind of a long form sales letter, not really a sales letter, but it talked about frequently asked questions, it talked about the event, it went through it, and I noticed that it didn't have a very high opt-in rate. And I think the, the big thing is I, I learned on that is Russell Brunson said, look, one of the, probably the biggest reason somebody is not opting into your stuff is it's not generating enough curiosity. You're, at, you're telling them too much. There's too many, you're explaining, telling too much. So in the end, they know too much about it. So they don't actually attend. And so I've got to go back. We're going to do this next, uh, this next event where we're going to do it in a Payson where we're gonna be able to help people get this community project and get solar wholesale. So it'll be really cool. But I've noticed that I've gotta go back and I've gotta start looking at the steps of a sequence way people come into my world. So ads and stuff got traffic, then they come to this page. This page did not convert like it should've. It should've converted way, 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 way higher. So this is the next step in the funnel that's, that, that I've gotta spend a lot of time on grinding on and figuring out how to get it to convert. So then I can start taking them through the balance of it. Now, when the people did come in and they registered, I actually hosted the events live inside a Facebook group. Here's one thing that I did that actually caused people to show up and it actually caused people to participate. So I did giveaways. I gave away $250 in cash at every single event. And so at the beginning of the event, I'm like, I would tell people, like, show up at the event, this is, there's going to be some giveaways, there's going to be some prizes, there's going to be some really cool things that we're going to do at this event. Um, and so, one of the things I did is, at the beginning of it, I'm like, alright, I want to know who's here. I asked for engagement, because, like, when I'm on Facebook, I can't necessarily see, or at least I don't know exactly how to see who is there. But I know who's there when I say, look, I'm about ready to do a giveaway, basically here's how I'm going to do it. I want you to start engaging, participating, and being involved in this thing. So make some comments down below. Do a shout out, do something like that. And well, I was giving people a chance to show up because I want people to come into the event and I want them to start participating. I literally started telling some stories about very recent events. Like one story I told is, I met with a guy just, the, just that week who wanted solar. He got a quote for 58,000 bucks for solar. Now this guy needs a fair amount. That's that's a chunk. 
Um, I gave him a quote for $30,000 and obviously $28,000 difference. He went with me, which makes a lot of sense if you think about it. Um, it would make a lot of sense if you didn't think about it if you went with the other one. But he went with me because uh, it was $28,000 less. So I told the story and I explained it. What was fun is, is because I actually had customers on the, in the event. I invited my customers. I wanted my customers to participate because if my customers participated, I would give them, they had a chance to win the 125. So I did 125 at the beginning, 125 at the end. I gave them a chance to win it at the begin, uh, win it, plus new prospects that came inside, they had a chance to win it. And as a result, after I told my story, gave people a second to join, I then said, look, here's what it is. I'm going to count down between uh, 10 down to zero. And somewhere between there, I'm going to stop and say to the cameraman, hey, who's on the call? Um, the last name that you see, what is it? Because that's the person that's going to win the 125. Because I don't, I don't, I want you to be engaged and I don't, I, I need you to show up and participate, okay? And what it did is it literally caused tons of engagement. It caused tons of participation. So it was actually very helpful. So that's what I did. It was inside this community. Um, in that sense, it was actually very helpful. So now I've got my registration page. Um, or that's where I took and I hosted the event. And that's how I was able to take and to drive engagement. Um, inside the community, I would share different pieces of content, different pieces of information. I noticed that on a whole, it was hard for people to get super engaged or super involved. And this is, a, this is an area where I've noticed that some preparation on the front end actually would help. Um, and what I mean by that is, is if I, it, it would be helpful to go into a launch and maybe have some more content created, like more more images, more video content, more some things that you've kind of tested and proven that actually you know actually drives and creates engagement. But since I don't, I didn't exactly know what would cause the engagement to take place, it's better to go through the science experiment of doing a launch, see what's working, not working, and then go rinse and repeat, but spend more time on what's working. Let me give you an example of what I mean by this. So. Like when you go watch a comedian, a comedian can get up on the show, get up on the stage, and he could actually crush it. And what it is, is he didn't actually learn how to crush it on the stage. Where he learned how to crush it is at doing this little event. And he told 10 jokes, and only one of them made anybody laugh. So he's like, okay, I got one joke. So then he went to another event, and he tried some more content. Eventually, he found this one worked, this one worked, this one worked, this one worked. So he wound up with a sequence of jokes that actually worked. So when he hopped up on stage and he did his presentation, it actually worked. I found the exact same thing it, to take place when I go work with um, clients. Like it is, I found jokes and things that I could say, comments that I can make that will trigger a laugh, that will trigger humor, will trigger engagement, will trigger participation. And as I did that, I started figuring out this is how a good sequence works. And so part of this is, is you got to, you got to actually do the thing and then discover it. So what I discovered is, is it would be helpful if I had content that I knew would work. And then I started practicing some of that engagement. So that was one of my Achilles heels that I found. One thing that I noticed that worked to help identify traffic is before we started the campaign, we figured out some keywords that we would want people to search us for or things that we would want to be known for. And when we got that, we made a little noise in the marketplace so that people could start looking that up based on the keywords. 
when we would do um, when we would do posts, and I think this is probably how people in like I, I was it was targeted at a very specific city, but I had people in surrounding cities all coming to the event or participating or going to my website because on my Google Analytics it tells me every city across the entire world where people were being where they were de being derived from so that I can knew I knew the locations where people were participating. When I took and I went and I made a post, we put hashtags on there, 30 hashtags of things that we wanted to be known or we wanted people to be able to search for us on. And as a result of doing those hashtags, it actually allowed us to amplify our voice so that more people could become aware of us and be able to locate us based on those hashtags. So that was one that actually worked well. So another one that we did is I used an affiliate link, or I created an affiliate link so that like previous customers could actually come in, get an affiliate link, do a post, make some content, and put it out there, and it could actually start driving traffic. Now I had a, I didn't have a huge participation from my customers in that sense. That actually kind of shocked me. I thought that they would want to be more engaged because I've paid them out. Um, I am now at. Uh, forty nine thousand and change. I'm o I'm over I'm over forty nine thousand bucks now that I've given out. So I thought I kind of figured that they would be more interested or engaged to participate in being an affiliate. Um, I saw I had one I had one uh, former customer that actually did participate. He actually went and created a, a Facebook video, went and posted it on, online. He did two of them. He used his affiliate link. And I noticed that people from my former location, I used to live in Tucson, Arizona, clicked on the link and then came to me requesting quotes for DIY kits. And the thing I noticed is, is if the affiliate, if I can get former customers to get it more engaged, to be more interested or participate, I can see that that actually worked because one video created traffic through an affiliate link. And so now I've got to, I'm trying to figure out how do I get the affiliates to be more involved? Because the truth is, is they've, they've received a significant amount of money from me. So they, 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 on the whole, they should have some interest in being involved in that. So that is one thing that I felt like I should have done better. Okay. But some, some things that, that worked well is trying to find, trying to figure out how to get your voice out there. Um, on my Facebook profile, on my Facebook profile, I created a temporary Facebook profile where you could update your profile for this particular event. Um, it looked really cool. I added it to mine. My staff added it. I noticed that no no customers actually added it to theirs. It's kind of like, oh, dang, too bad. Should have done it. But I did create background, background images so that people could see that there was an event. They could see what it is. Um, and then I made it so that there was links there so they could click on it and get to the registration page. So in that sense, I believe that was effective because it at least amplified my voice to allow more people to discover what we're doing. So those are some things that worked very good. I took, I used uh, Facebooks, I used uh, Facebook, like they have classes and stuff. So I, I scheduled four events. I picked topics of interest that that like if you if you ever listen to Russell Brunson he, he when he talks about his like a product launch or something he'll talk about what he refers to as like a big domino and then he'll talk about three secrets and stuff 
What, what I did is I talked about some of the, the big domino is the big question in people's mind, the big roadblock that got in, got in people's way. Like on my stuff, there's a lot of misconceptions about solar. They think that you've got to have rich, they, or you got to be rich, you got to put a ton of money down. They think that it doesn't save you any money. They think that the, the equipment will go bad before it actually pays for itself. They've got a lot of, there's a lot of really bad information out there and a lot of people are very confused. In fact, they don't even understand the full set of benefits that it has. And so like when I do a, a presentation and I actually meet with somebody, I actually notice that I take them through a series of steps and sequences that allows them to understand what I'm talking about and what I'm doing. And as a result of understanding what I'm talking about and what I'm doing, I then noticed that then they could then be ready to buy. And so I have to break down like a whole bunch of false beliefs. So when I created my four events, it came down to the big domino. What's the big thing that's standing in people's way that causes them to say no, that they couldn't be interested? So that was event number one. Event number two amplified on event number one, but it was the next primary question in the customer's mind. So. I took and I spent some time on uh, big or secret number one. Like in this case, it was like, well, what's the payback on solar? Like does solar actually pay for itself? And, and the answer obviously is yes, but I had to walk them through that. So then I picked up for the, the next event, I picked um, the next big question that they have. And then the next big question that they have. Let me, let me give you an example of what, like what I'm referring to. Um, let's just say that you're going, I'm gonna borrow Russell Brunson's story, okay? Let's just say that you're going to go have a barbecue. And so you walk inside the store. Wouldn't it be nice if somebody came up to you, and then I'm saying this is a store you're not familiar with, and say, and they were like, um, you look like you're probably going to have a barbecue. Is that, I mean, does that sound about right? Or what? How can I help you today? You know, something that would cause the customer to actually engage. And they're like, well, I'm going to have a barbecue. It's like, cool. Let me take and show you where the, let me show you where the, the hamburger buns and the hot dogs are. Okay, or the hot hamburger and hot dog buns. So they're like, okay, so I got it. So now they got the buns. Now the next question in their mind is, well, where's the hot dogs and the patties? So then you would take and show them the hot dogs and the patties. And they're like, cool, now I need ketchup and mustard. So then you'd show them ketchup and mustard. Okay, cool, now I've got, now I've got this. Now I need some briquettes. Where's the briquettes? Or where's the chips? Or like there's a sequence of events of things that go off in your mind where you're like, the next problem is this. I got buns, now I need hot dogs. I've got hot dogs, now I need ketchup. I got ketchup, now I need mustard. Now I got mustard, now I need briquettes. Now I got briquettes, now I need, you know, like you're gonna probably want drinks, you're gonna probably want chips. And so I literally went through and I started saying, when I take and do a presentation to a customer, what is the next question or the next element in the sequence that they need to actually understand? And then I, once I had those, I broke them up into my classes so that I could be able to take in to get uh, help people. Now, the most important class or the most important event was actually the very last event. And so, because I wanted people to participate, um, I, took, I took and I, I kind of pulled out some stops. Like I was doing these events at 10 a.m., which is not really super convenient for my customers. So like you probably want to pick a time that's convenient for your customer. But I was not willing for an experiment to give up working in the evening because that's when I make a real living. 
And so what I did is I did these things at 10 a.m. and I got people involved and participating. But the cool thing is, is the replays were available so that you could come inside the group and you could see what you were missing. The main thing is, is when you come in there, you can see the video itself. You could see a lot of comments and a lot of engagements on the particular video. So that actually, those three elements were actually very important. It helps somebody to know that this is important and to pay attention to it. Okay. So that was part of that, that strategy, the elements of doing it. So anyway, I gave away the 250 per event that, uh, where people took and they showed up. On the very last event, I actually had a mega bonus. Now you might say, a mega bonus? Yes, because the last one is when I gave people the opportunity to actually get solar with me. But I wanted to make sure that there was a significant reward for being there and being present. And so the thing I did, I just got, I normally have the generator here by me, but I've got, I've got a battery pack. It's a, you know, it's an electric generator, really what it is. Um, it's a portable generator. And I said, look, anybody through this event, here's the thing I'm going to do for you. Okay, just for you being here present today, I'm going to donate $5 to a cause of your choice. So $5 goes to a cause of your choice. Let me know what choice you want me to support. Um, I'm going to do a $250 in giveaways on this particular event. It seemed like it made sense to bribe people to show up so that you could drive the engagement. So I did, I did $250 giveaway for that event. Then what I did is I had a mega bonus. Anybody that signed up for solar during that event, not only did they get solar at wholesale, um, not only could they see my pricing so they literally could compare it to what other companies are trying to charge them, but I said, if you get solar at this event, I'm going to donate $100 to a cause of your choice. You just pick which cause that is, okay? But not only that, you're going to get this generator right here for free if you actually take and get solar. And so the deal became a very sweet offer where somebody could say, wow, not only did I get wholesale, wow, not only did I help people, wow, but I got a generator, a $600 generator to boot, which was a really cool thing. So it was, it was, the event in that sense, it was actually really good. So those are some things that, that turned around really good. Um, I discovered a few things that we need to improve upon, um, like the using, using monitor and mic. I need to figure out how to improve the, the quality of my audio, uh, quality of my video. I need to figure out how to improve that. Um, I need to figure out, oh, here's, here's one. This, this is a mistake that I noticed that I made. Um, when, I, when I hosted the event inside uh, a Facebook group, there were people inside there that really wanted to take in to share my message. So they were tagging people left and right. Well, the problem is, is because it was inside a group, when they tagged them, the other person actually couldn't see the tag. They couldn't see that they were tagged, so they actually weren't notified or alerted that there was that opportunity. So I've got to figure out how to do that because it literally, it literally halted, halted our ability to get some information out or tag people that would have wanted to be involved and participate. So that, I, I got to figure out how to make it so that it's more shareable. So in the moment when you're excited and you say, I think so-and-so needs to hear this, I've got to have a way that they can take and share that. Um, I think in the end, I might have to actually just host the, the event on um, a regular website rather than hosting it inside a Facebook group. 
I think inside the Facebook group, I know, this is what Jeff Walker does, is he will, he will create a Facebook group to create engagement, participation in it, but every time he actually shoots it, he always actually puts it on his page. Um, and I think I can understand more why he did that. Um, like if, if maybe he's got some technology on there that makes it shareable because I noticed that people wanted to share. Um, okay, so those, those are some things that actually worked very well. So we're gonna do another one. We're gonna leverage what we've already figured out. So I've gotta figure out like on my next one, it's gonna, we're gonna figure out how, how do you improve the streaming of the video, the streaming of the content? How do you improve, uh, I think it would be better off if I re recorded it in landscape instead of portrait. Since it was in a Facebook group, I believe the, the only way I was able to do it was through portrait. I'm gonna work on my audio quality. Um, now that we're gonna have just a little bit more time to lead up to the event, we're gonna spend some more time creating some content, getting some blogs, getting some, giving, you know, creating some momentum around the event so that we can then do it. So we're gonna create more content about it. One, one piece of it, and I think we're gonna keep this in, is when I did it, I did it solar for a cause, meaning I was sponsoring people that I felt like they were worthy causes they should get support. I was actually, on this, I was disappointed. And I say I was disappointed because I felt like more people that wanted to help these folks or support these folks should have showed up because it was actually very easy to help folks. And all I can say is, is to me it seems like it should have worked, but I'm gonna have to go back and retool that because I wanna sponsor causes and do some good things in the world. Um, and I just gotta figure out how to marry these things together. One, one concern I've got is, is when, when you're promoting something, if you're out promoting two things, so to speak, at once, anytime you actually start talking about more than one thing at a time, it actually will cut your sales in half. And it's very possible that what we did could have been hampered by the fact that we were doing, we called it solar for a cause, and then people got solar, actually got some sort of, um, we made a contribution to help them. It's very possible that the way I did that, it didn't, it didn't work well for us. Um, okay, so basically, if I was to kind of sum it up, I, I, I showed you how I was gonna go about making stone soup. It was, a, it was a product launch. On the front end, we did very well in creating traffic. I went through elements and pieces of it that caused traffic to take place. Um, the, 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 big, the big thing that I've got to get fixed on this next launch is the landing page. It's got, I've got to get the landing page to convert because if you can spray it with traffic, which we successfully generated the traffic, you spray traffic on the page but nothing trickles through the funnel, then it wasn't as successful. But, but, but I have to, in my defense, or the thing to learn from this is, the big thing is, is you, you've got to figure out how to get people to your website which we figured out, okay? Which means that we can work on the next problem or the next step in the funnel that might not be working. And so we'll get this thing so it starts converting. So I've gotta figure out how, the, the big thing I've got on my mind is in this next launch, what thing are we gonna do? Because I don't wanna do it like the last one. Like if you wanted the generator, or if you wanted this, or you wanted that, you should have participated in the last event. So. I want to, I gotta, I'm gonna work on figuring out what creates the next event exciting. What new twist, what new element, what new thing 
exist that would cause you to go, bam, I want to have a piece of that. So anyway, that's, that's it. You will basically, I don't know, I think it's fun. It's fun. It's trying to, excuse me, sorry about that. Um, the big thing is, is figuring out how to just, how to launch a product. And I, and all I can say is, is the best thing to do is to do something because it's obvious you're not going to nail it the first time. Just, just, just be okay with that. Now there's enough things that we got right that tells us that the next one can be better. So we're going to take and we'll do it that way. But you are welcome to follow it. You're welcome to see what I'm doing. Go to my website. It'll be AskSolarMike.com. You're going to see I will post content on there for the next event so you can see it, watch it, participate in it live, see what I'm doing. You can see things that are working. You're going to see where people are engaging, where they're participating so that you can say, okay, this worked, that didn't work, make a new choice, and then take a nail it. So anyway, um, this is my Rags the Rich journey. Document it, sharing it with you so that you can learn from it. The big thing is, is you don't actually have to go through all the same steps that I did because you might as well just take the gold nuggets from it, learn from it, and then allow it to grow your business even faster. So I will talk to you later.